Poison Rana. Honey, what up now? Hello, Brayden Harrington here for Poison Rana on the Poison Rana feed. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using. Hello, welcome. And well, since the whole brand change thing from up next to Poison Rana, going forward, especially in the new year, we're going to have a whole ton of new shows and different podcasts and all some great content for you people out there. And well, this is another one of these shows and uh, I'm, I'm starting off with with this show but eventually i'm gonna take the 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 tricycle wheels off and it'll it'll blossom into a beautiful butterfly but this is a a different show that we're going to be hearing uh, monthly on this very feed and well it features not not just me but it if it actually features this man i want to introduce to you right here the man the myth the legend b detroit what up no Hello, good on, sir. Everybody. How are you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Excited to be here. Finally starting the show. Yes, we're going to get into what this show is and how it uh, all came along. But we're not alone because we are joined by Mr. Shot in the Dark, Ceno Evil. Mr. John Ceno Evil, that is. How are you? Hello, uh, gentlemen, for having me here. I was going to say Davey Portman because your your tax is Davey Portman, but Davey Portman's on this show. This no. is this is uh, the what would he call us? We'd be like the uh, the 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 OGs of of Poison Rana. I don't know. Is that a good term? Like the <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good one. Yeah. Right? The OGs. Yeah, I feel like uh, this is this is going forward. Definitely going to be kind of maybe more so like a, hopefully like a hip hop kind of wrestling show. And I don't think Davey Portman really. Uh, Really, I mean, he could probably talk about some some hip hop. He loves the guy who raps in Lincoln Park. That's probably his favorite rapper. <laughs> uh, that says a lot. That says all we need to know about Davey Mike Shinoda. Shinoda. I mean, no hip-hop. disrespect to Mike Shinoda, but you know, no, I'm, I'm no, joking. no. He he drops some bars. Yeah, you know, come on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, welcome to this show. What up, Doe? And uh, going forward, like I said, it'll be a monthly show on this feed, and um, it'll it'll feature you be kind of. Uh, doing your thing and Sino, I'm sure you'll be popping in and out as well as on shot in the dark on this feed as well. So these are kind of uh, some things going forward. I'd uh, say follow the socials going forward for all the updates on all the shows and when they're going to drop. But um, yeah, I want to kind of uh, introduce the the people to to you guys a little bit. I know Sino, you have a show every week, but it's only it's only 15 minutes where you can talk and you can't people don't really know a little bit about uh, kind of the stuff that we want to do here. So, I mean, I'll start, I'll start with you B because we've had you on, you've been a longtime listener uh, of, of, of us for quite a while. And then you've gone back and forth with us. You've been featured on our watch alongs and man, during the pandemic, like those watch alongs were a savior in our community and you were just uh, always stealing the show in those things. And it was fun. (laughs) Oh yeah, man. A lot of fun doing those watch alongs and like, uh, just playing around in the chat with the guys while Davey's like playing the game in the pandemic. Everything was kind of fun, man. We was having a lot of fun with the guys and uh, uh, shout out Cactus Chris and everybody else who's always there with me. So yeah, yes, we're going to definitely have him on to hear about his uh, takes on rap. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and then like Sino, kind of the same thing during the pandemic. Like you like definitely helped us out a lot and you were always in our watch alongs and you're still our executive producer pulling the strings and, and everything like that. So uh, it, it's, I want, I wanted to hear more uh, of you as well going forward and not just talking about dark and impact <laughs> and all the wrestling no yeah, I feel watches. like the the only the only way to hear my thoughts on things that aren't wrestling is if you're an elusive member of the BSK chat. Uh, other than yeah. that, I don't really talk about like you know outside of wrestling much. So yes, it's a good platform, and I'm so glad and so happy that that B Detroit is getting a platform because, I mean, back in the p- pandemic we got to know him obviously, but when I started doing the Turning Heels show with him, I'm like, this dude is great. This dude is really good. And a spoiler if you haven't heard the Post Wrestling Christmas show, but I was doing like a prediction, and I was like, 2023 breakout year for B Detroit voices need to be heard and they will be heard. And B Detroit was the first person I mentioned. So uh breakout year, I feel like 2023 B Detroit. Look, that's it takes honor. That's honor. No, 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 go for it. Dark, man. That's, that's a real honor, man. People, just, people get to hear Sino almost every week. If you listen to shot in the dark, if you want to hear about uh dark elevation, which I do sometimes kind of maybe, I don't know, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's an honor, man. Thank you. Sino. I, I love that uh, Shot in the Dark has become a pretty fun show that a lot of people love listening to because you do fill them in on all this other wrestling and going forward and still advise people to check it out. Um, and and yeah, I've had you on different shows and gotten to become friends with you, especially during the pandemic. Just uh, we pride ourselves on our community, but you two have definitely like become some of my close friends. I talk to you guys like every single day, uh, back and forth, sharing memes and uh, making each other pop for the boys. But uh, I, you know, I, I just starting my own podcast with Davey and stuff has been a, a whole lot of fun. And we definitely uh, we we like to put a, a, on our friends and and get forward and and help, you know, create content and stuff like that. That's why uh, we got Jordan Goodman doing the detox. And I thought that we could also have uh, some other shows with some other voices uh, on our feed. And, and you two come to mind of some people that I would love listening to. So that is definitely why I kind of orchestrated this whole thing. B, me and Davey went down to AEW in Detroit and we got to finally meet you. And like this man welcomes me with a backwoods, <laughs> fully rolled, ready to go. And it was, I knew it was, uh, it was boys at first sight and like, uh, I mean, it was on site, but we, I gotta, uh, I show you, show you love from Detroit, man. Come on. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the backwoods flavors we don't get here in Canada. <laughs> but uh but then I got to chat with you and uh I kind of like I said I was like man this guy this guy needs to be uh making people laugh uh, on a wide, wider scale so I I got to put you on but I I'd love for you to give a little like background check on kind of what what you do cuz I, I you haven't done a whole lot I know you have some podcasts uh I know you've done the Detroit Players cuz you are down in Detroit but like what's kind of your background of of this Kind of. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been around music and wrestling kind of like all my life. <laughs> like I come from a long, long line of uh, wrestling marks. My dad's a big wrestling fan and uh, my grandfather was a big mark. So <laughs> like um, I tell a quick story. I tell everybody when I meet him, my grandfather would sacrifice a light bill to take all of his sons to see wrestling <laughs> just when they came <laughs> in town. Like he was that guy. So and then he just passed it down to my dad. And that's how me and my dad bond to this day. So, yeah, uh, and then uh, my dad been working at um, the local radio station here, so I've just been around music my whole life, and I started rapping around like thirteen. You know, started playing instruments and everything, teaching myself how to use the computer programs and make my own music, and you know, here I am today. 
Uh, well, you mentioned your dad does like radio and stuff like that. I, I remember talking to you. You were saying he does radio and definitely where you kind of got the bug of wanting to talk and, and oh, yeah. stuff like that, which is definite. Yeah. So I was just mixed into it, man. I used to always like want to go to the station with him and see like how the process is done and just see the people, the personalities and people you hear every day on the radio. I kind of wanted to turn into that. And then podcast came along and I didn't have to go to school to do it. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was an easy way. I mean, Detroit radio like goes back fucking years with like, you know, classic Motown and stuff like that. Now, since visiting, uh, there's a lot of hip hop and, and, and that on the radio, like rightfully so. Right. I mean, like oh, Eminem's yeah. got his own fucking serious station that I count that as a Detroit radio. Yeah, station. Yeah. And a lot of like new Detroit artists are kind of like blowing up at this time right now. We got a like four or five guys who really like setting the world on fire. Like T Grizzly's doing good. 42 Doug's doing good, even though he's kind of locked up right now, but <laughs> we got a couple of other guys who like doing their thing. And our sound is kind of getting throughout the whole world. We kind of got our own category now, which is, we never had that, you know? True. Yeah. I, I'd say that definite in the past few years, just like as a, like someone who finds this content online or listens to different music and stuff. And I'm in Toronto. It's not that far, four hour drive to Detroit, you know, exactly. Detroit, Canadians, Toronto's, they all kind of know the same, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm similar where I, I love podcasting stuff, but my other passion is music and I love to make beats and uh, produce and stuff like that. And going forward, I, I kind of want to take it a bit more seriously where in the, the pandemic, like I kind of taught myself how to get better at these kinds of different things. And I, it's, it's something I do. Like I make a beat, if not one or two uh, a day, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm in the, the, the mind to, if I have the time to, uh, I love doing it. And Sino, I know that you're also like in the world of music. So we all kind of come with uh, creative minds because you do that stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, as far as I can remember, I feel like the beginning of Goodfellas. As far as back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a rapper. Um, yeah. No, I I grew up with with brothers and cousins that all are like the range of like ten to eleven years older than me, so they were heavily into hip hop growing up in the '90s, obviously. And I was very young, eight nine years old, listening to it as well. And then once my brother was like twenty years old, he started DJing, so he'd always bring back all these like vinyls and if you know all the vinyl the hip-hop from 95 to 99 is the best era so like i was going through all these records and, and listening to them and obviously i stuck with like wu-tang but i also loved nas and mob deep and biggie and jay-z um so like my brothers and cousins and friends they all like would rap because they thought they were wu-tang they were called the superfly crew they're all like the rappers of the group and i was like a little baby like nine years old whatever and they wanted me to jump on the tracks and i did like for a little bit but i always was more attached to the beat making side of it so rizzo was my favorite member of wu-tang i'm like what does he do i want to know what he does how does he do this stuff so that's when i started like actually making beats and believe it or not my first software that i used was a video game on the playstation called uh mtv music generator it was like really weird it was like advertised as like a techno type game but you could actually make beats so you'd go in weird. there and you could actually sample you could take out the 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 game the ps1 game and put in a cd so i used to go to the library and like get like musicals old scores to movies and all that and i'd use that as what i would my sample base and i'd actually make beats and then you could take that and record it to like you could hook that's it up crazy. to like a radio and that's, that's how i used to make my beats that was this before like i had a computer so i've I never heard like of what that. i could Wow. I've never yeah, heard so, of that game. You, no. What? What's Back it called? Two thousand uh, MTV Music Generator. It must have been like ninety nine, two thousand around if, that time. I wonder if there's like like copies you could use still and somehow use it. 
Damn. And it's funny because once I started migrating to to actual like computers, that's I started using FL Studio back then. It was called Fruity Loops, and it, it uses like the same template as the MTV Music Generator. So the transition for me was like flawless. I'm like, this is so much better. Obviously, yeah. you can download MP3s yeah, and yeah. do a lot better chopping and all that. So yeah, that's how I started making beats. And then like my friend in high school was like, why don't you rap also? So I started rapping, but I was always more into the actual production side of it. But yeah, there's albums I have on iTunes dating back from 2005 that we have on there. And I did all the beats and everything. So I got a nice little catalog. Um, this is even before I started with Wu-Tang. So it's a lot a lot of stuff that uh, a lot of deep history that we can dwell into here. You know, wow. some episode maybe down the line or whatever. But yeah, it's a lot, a lot, man. Always been involved with music. Uh, still to this day, I try to dibble and dabble. And, and you know, like like you, I want to still like to make beats, you know, work on beats every once in a while. It's just tough. You know, a lot of things going on, but it's still there. The passion's still there. Yeah, you never lose it. You never ever lose it. Like I always kind of write a verse a year, you know what I mean? Or like a me song too. a year. Yeah. Even though like, it's hard for me to really I never was like the best producer. I always kind of write a song or two a year. And then I yeah, still do that, man. Skills, you know? yeah. Like last night, I just take a walk and I'm like, listen to Iron Maiden and all things. And for some reason, the drums are just hitting me. Just pull out my notepad on my phone. Just start jabbing away. Freestyling over Iron lines. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. You, or sometimes like a random yeah. line down. Like, oh, that's absolutely. Nice. Yep. That right. Yeah. Oh, that's it's witty. Yeah. It's random lines that that come to my head. I'm not, you know, I'm not even a rapper, but like when I, when it comes to me, I, I can think of like funny one liners because I, I grew up uh, like North York, Scarborough of outside Toronto. And like, yeah, I was like come come junior high high school like that was like the the culture hip-hop was just booming and so popular you know especially like eminem and like all that stuff was just like my my high school and stuff but like people would always you know freestyle battles in class or stuff like that and like i would always be just so good at it because like i'm i you know some people would say i'm i'm kind of funny sometimes so that's where i just i would like like shine because i just be like roasting people and stuff that was always my that's I think you're not giving yourself enough yeah. credit yeah. about 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 rhyming because I've heard some of your songs yeah. and you you got some bars, man. I've yeah. heard some some really pretty witty I, stuff from you. I have ghost written for some people before in my past as well, but I I do like I, I do beats and I, I think going forward, like I do want to get back into it and like uh, I, I mean I make a lot of the music for the, a lot of the podcasts that I create, like the beat you heard today. Uh, that was an old one of mine. Uh, the ones I've used for stuff, if I'm not making them, I'm orchestrating and putting it together and producing and stuff. I just love it. I love music. I love going to live concerts, all that stuff. So my passions in life are wrestling, are like you know radio, TV, podcasting, and, and all that stuff, and and making music and and it's it all kind of comes together sometimes in in a weird strange way but b what's the you you kind of similar you were like what doing music rapping back in the day kind of aspiring yeah, like, rapper <laughs> i always like love the rap you know my brother i only got one brother he's nine years ahead of me and uh so he was always the musical influence for me so it was always what he was listening to i was a fan of so like he more like so uh, down south hip hop, A Ball, MJG, you know, UGK, those type of guys. You know, so I got that style, and he listened to the West Coast guys, you know, Tupac and a couple other uh, E Forty and a couple other guys from over there. But I kind of got those styles, and I was just starting to play around with those guys' raps in my head when I was like nine or ten. I can remember <laughs> like like reciting the whole E Forty verses. Then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can do this. You know what I mean? Just putting stuff together. I was already like a goofy kid. And I was watching wrestling at the time and I was always making bars about Jeff Hardy and stuff. So <laughs> I just started rapping, you know, and now and I started popular. writing them down. Isn't yeah. that like hip hop these days has so much wrestling 
things in it that like a, a lot of my yeah. friends who are still like listening to current stuff or I, I would say like our generation, I think we're all like, I'm 31. We're all kind of at ballpark in the same age area yeah. where we're like, we're, we hear the new stuff and we're like, okay, I'm sure. But a lot of the new stuff is not anywhere to kind of the, some, some of the stuff that we like grew up on. And again, I'm, you know, 31 to me growing up, I was listening to, you know, 50 cent and Jay-Z and like, right. Like that was kind of when I was in like, but you know, those again, were bars though, man. But like, those, but that, yeah. So <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm not saying 50 cents, the, the greatest rapper of all time, but then I'm yeah, like yeah. listening to, I'm trying so hard. I'll, you know, make my shower playlist. I'll go, like, yeah, I'll listen to the first five hottest, you know, rap caviar in Spotify. And I'm like 30 seconds in. All right, skip. All right, let's give this one a chance. And it's like, and, and as someone who, you know, I do love making beats and I make beats that kind of have my my style and that kind of sound similar and sound the same. But like a lot of the stuff going out these days is just not not really what where like hip hop and rap really came from. Nowadays, it's it's yeah, not yeah. like kind of it's that all energy thing. Now. It's all energy. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's it's more like vibe music. You know, whatever their Party vibe music. is, that's the kind of music yeah. you want. Like they're chilling, like, they want to chill. If they want to be raging, they want to rage. So it is what it is. You know, I listen to a couple new people and they got some nice you know, bops to them, but I can't really stick to it. Like if you look at my um top, what's that? Top of the year or whatever. My yeah, rap like for um I got Apple rap. So yeah. my rap is <laughs> five mf doom songs so it's like i'm not listening to that much new shit you right. know i'm just nitpicking a couple guys back and forth but you know oh yeah i want to ask you guys that what was your um like top five when you're wrapped oh that, uh... Uh, mine mine was bad because i switched to spotify i was always apple music since it started and i finally decided to just give spotify a try because i find it's it's a fun way to find new music spotify is better at that yeah. uh but i only switched in like september october so my rap was like your number one song was uh i hear the battle cry kenny omega aw <laughs> so i'm like it's not really fair because i play that like to to troll davy or whatever but like uh i'm trying to think of what else was in it um as it comes to like hip-hop there wasn't a whole lot maybe by the end like just this last month or two that um I'm from Toronto, so sorry, but Drake and uh 21 Savage, that one had some some good uh beats in it that I, yeah, that I liked. Uh but then um I want to say like for me, I, I again Toronto, so the real the real Toronto King, the Scarborough King, the weekend, he put out an album, and I wouldn't say that's hip hop, but like the guy's making like top tier right pop music, and I haven't seen it yet, but the app like he's even done a song for Avatar now and like all this stuff. This guy is just like on top of it. But this his album this year. Um, I think one of the songs was used for WrestleMania as well. Um, and I thought, I thought he like that, that album reminded me of like thriller, like it was good and it had like a story and it, it was good production as well. But I think that guy's kind of uh, on top of it. So that was some of those songs were definitely in my rotation this year. Uh, what okay. about you? What about you? Uh, see, uh, see um, honestly, it's, it's not, nothing new. I, I tend to listen to a lot of older stuff and not just hip hop. I listen to like eighties rock and I listen to like, Poured his head like a whole bunch of random things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But the one song that stood out because I just checked, uh, is a song by Shania Twain called Kaching. 
<laughs> and the reason why <laughs> this was on my list is because there's this indie wrestler uh, named Charles Mason. He's been like in uh, GCW and MLW, um, uh, House of Glory. And like he comes out to this song that's like it's this song, but I didn't know at the time what it was. But it's this song, but it's like slowed down to the point where it sounds like it's a guy singing it. And I'm like, yo, what is this song? It's like the beat hits hard. I'm like, this is a really good song. And after like ask, I don't know how I found out. I think I shazammed it or something. Like, it came up, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, this is Shania Twain. And like I started listening to the actual song. And I'm like, this is a banger for Shania yeah. Twain. Like, I'm telling you, after this is done. If you haven't heard this song already, put on Kaching by Ka-ching. Shania Twain. This this is a, a hard hitting song, and it came out like in two thousand and two, okay. and I never even heard about it till now. Um, so that's okay. that, that was my number one song. I just kept playing it over and over again. Ka-ching. Yeah, I mean, don't get it uh, confused. Like I'm just like the ultimate hip hop head. I'm all over the place. As yeah, Braden Cino knows. Um, yeah. I kind of, I kind of go all over the place. Yeah, you visited just... us. Uh, you visited us in Toronto for our uh, AEW hangout, and uh, we did the the wrestling karaoke party. And B, you absolutely slayed. <laughs> Kane, I could be your chemical, whatever the slow chemical, oh, yeah. slow chemical. Yeah, yeah, you murdered it. So you're. You know you're how many up. times I've like saying that in my head walking into work <laughs> for some reason. I'm one of those guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Every everything has a. Life is a soundtrack to me, you know what I mean? So, like, I try to get the perfect song to walk into places and walk out of places. I'm kind of weird like that. I walk down the lane. I do the same thing. Austin, sometimes, <laughs> like, Austin's theme song, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as I hit the door, it's just the glass shatters, and I'm ready to go to work. I actually you know do the same mean? thing. So, I'll tell you, I opened up my my wrapped list here. So, I was right. because, But, again, I was. it's only what I use. I also use, like, YouTube on my computer to listen to music to connect to my speakers and stuff. So, it's not fair that all my music is played through Spotify, but it is Battle Cry, Kenny Omega theme. And then it's Seek and Destroy by Metallica, simply for the reason, just like you said, B, like when I'm about to go into work for a shift that is nowhere near as exciting as this song is, I put it on to make my feel, my, myself get pretty hyped. Um, another one on my list is uh, Wild Thing, John Moxley's uh, theme song. And then... Um, uh, Crystal Castles, but they're kind of canceled, so uh, I shouldn't say that. But I still love that band. So, yeah. well, yeah. I don't know who those guys are, so they canceled. So it's okay. Um, what, uh, <laughs> what? We don't need to talk about it. What, uh, what was on? What was on your list there? What, what was your kaching? Because there is there is sometimes when like old songs get stuck in my head. Um, just this trip to New York a few weeks ago, I had Brian Adams' Heaven stuck in my head. But then remember, there was like that 90s remix one that was like faster. Baby, you're all that I want. So I sang it at karaoke and it was just stuck in my head. And it like made, barely made my, my rap list because there's probably like a span of four days where I listened to that song like eight times in the day. So it definitely like, got the numbers up <laughs> hold on i think it's uh yeah i just looked at it i was talking to damien abraham when i came to toronto and we were talking about grand theft auto and um <laughs> a foreigner song the uh waiting for a girl like you i think oh, i must listen to that oh my god on the ride home alone <laughs> from toronto <laughs> Four hours. I think I might have listened to that two out of four hours. And then the extra minutes I was waiting in line to get across the border. I listened to that song the entire time. So it's like a net, like two hours, 45 minutes is straight up foreigner. That, <laughs> that song has more like the best intros and a way it just like kicks into the beat. Uh, like, oh my God. I'm the same way. I'll be like in a supermarket and some like random song I haven't heard in years is playing like from the 80s or 90s. And I'm like, let me shazam that. Let me keep it for later. And then I'll, that'll just be my song for the whole week. I'll just keep playing the same song over yeah. and over again. 
For me, the other night, uh, Ario Speedwagon, uh, Keep On Loving You. Uh, I just kept fucking singing it and put. I had to finally put it on. And it's just like, yeah, I probably played it. I'm pretty like, sure that's in Grand Theft Auto also. That's what yeah, that's yeah, what the song is. Yeah, probably. All those you old songs. You know what? Remember, when we were riding in my car, when you guys were here, I kept playing uh, Running Up That Hill. So... Yeah, we were all talking. A lot when, of when stuff. We went, yeah, we came to Detroit and uh, we were we were hanging out, and you gave us a lift, and you were bumping some some Kate Bush, Super uh, Stranger Things. That song went went like to like number one or something from that show. Yeah. So yeah. all generations love Kate Bush. I was literally in Detroit with my sunroof down to running up that hill in the middle of the summer. <laughs> for, like, who was that? It's me. Don't worry. <laughs> that is a banger though. Like it is an all time. It sounds so good. Like nobody's yeah. going to deny it when you're riding up the street yeah, all, like, okay. all that music that's like my jam any like 80s like rock whatever like when i was making beats like most rappers would sample for like the 60s and 70s i was sampling like i wear my sunglasses at night like songs like that is the songs that i yeah. was trying to get that that type of sound you know what i mean well really? that's that, that, that song was too. like that 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 uh cory hart he turned down diddy diddy had a, a whole song made sampling that and he didn't allow him to ever it's never been released but wow. i've always wondered what it was yeah that's yeah. songs like that would just they're screaming for like a remake now, you know? Yeah, so I was surprised no one... Soul when I was trying to produce. So yeah, it was more like, music. you know, yeah, more like Motown samples and stuff like that. There's uh there's there's cool YouTube channels that definitely especially when um whenever I, I get go down like YouTube rabbit holes, there's these guys, the the ones where they get a rapper or producer. I found it through Mac they did they had Mac Miller on uh, Rest in Peace. Uh, I know but, what you're talking about. Yeah, the one where they go the roulette. Yeah. yeah, so they they take a producer and they've done it with a bunch of different producers, but they then they go to a random record shop and then he yeah. digs through the crates of like picks like the most random stuff and then they go home with him and then they and then he uses it to sample and make beats and stuff. It's such a cool like concept, but it's almost like sampling sampling is still a thing that happens because like I'm thinking again to that like Drake record that's out now and like that has so many samples so like it even samples Daft Punk so like there's so many different samples and that's still like the vibe like the lazy vibe in in hip-hop and trap right now is just sampling a 90s song and like I, I, that gets that's just gets popular again I'm kind of tired of that yeah it's it's kind of <laughs> already like burning through but like I feel like it's still just getting started and as far yeah. as like mainstream because TikTok and stuff but like 90s is what's popular now yeah when Isn't when I weird? was making beats I was always trying to find like the most like obscure thing possible I still remember the story that RZA said when he made the beat for Gravel Pit he like went into some random mom and pop store in France and found this like record that nobody ever heard of and he made the beat with that so I tried to do the same thing I tried to like dig through my my grandpa's like old like Italian cassette tapes or just like random singers. And that's what I was trying to sample. And I I kind of lucked out because when I was putting my music like in 2005, 2006, they didn't really didn't like they weren't that strict with the sampling. Like they just kind of let you upload everything. And I still have music that's been sitting there for like almost 20 years on iTunes and all streaming. That's still there with samples that were never cleared. I tried maybe like a year <laughs> ago to put up like an album of like unreleased stuff that I had and every single song got flagged. They knew exactly what it was. And I'm like, the technology now is probably so advanced. They were like yeah. finding the most obscure Sicilian song or something. I'm like, there goes that. So now well, it's like, it must be so much harder to like try to get music out there with samples. It, it's true because um, there, like a, a reason I, I, I do music. So I make a lot of the stuff for the podcast, but you know, back in the day when, you know, radio and podcast, you could use any songs and anything, but now you get, you get taken down or flagged and stuff. So uh, just like we did, I don't know if it was the uh, one of our Twitch shows or YouTube live games. I made a little intro package, but I used an old WWE promo video package song, and they still flagged that. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Like they they got they got like automated things that find it now, like to to dig these out. 
I would say those those are some missing samples. Did you? Okay, I watched one um that same uh, show on YouTube. What's that? Uh, Rhythm Roulette, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah. The guy he had an N sixty four, and he plugged up. Uh, I think it was WCW versus the World, and then he used um like some NASCAR game. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you even do these things? But it was so, so dope. I forget what DJ it was. I love to give him the credit. But it was one of the dopest one of those videos. You got to look it up. If you want to check out some on uh, YouTube, Rhythm Roulette is a pretty dope series. Uh, I will say. So this, you, yeah, no, go for it. No, go for it. Go for it. Now, I was going to throw in like a question. I don't know if it's just me or if you guys have similar stories. But is there anything? I'm, I'm going to go first on my story. But is there anything that's like the most obscure sample that you might have found or somehow were able to find because i'll tell you what mine was i was just making music and i was in a supermarket and i don't think still sell this but they used to sell like these like lollipops right and you put them in your mouth and it would make music like it'd be like an actual beat and it would somehow cause like a vibration in your mouth and make yeah. a beat i had I, I was i had this lollipop once and the beat was so hard for some reason i'm like i need to sample <laughs> this somehow oh so i god. swear to god i put a microphone next to my mouth and it caught the vibration from the lollipop and I was able to take that and loop it. And that was like one of the craziest ways I sampled in my life. Wow. Uh, our uh, our washing machine and our like dryer washer and dishwasher has this like song. It beeps. If you listen to our podcast, there's a possibility. I've heard it. Probably yeah, yeah. heard it in the background. <laughs> um, and I've, 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 I've always been like, hmm, I wonder if I if I could flip that, which I probably could. Like, cha- I I challenge accepted my friends my one friend sam he's always like yo you should have a tiktok challenge tiktok channel where it's just you sampling random shit uh for the christmas show this year i did i sampled a home alone the choir in home alone singing the oh holy night i just put trap drums over that uh i just love i've done the walter thing before um i would say um going back to like like video games when i was a kid i was way more into i still casually play i got a switch and and i'm i can definitely get caught up in it but when I was a kid, like video games and stuff. So when I make beats, I actually have uh, kits that I have. And one of my folders is all these random Nintendo sounds from like Game Boy, N64, different video games, Smash Brothers, all this stuff. So like sometimes I'll use like a, a smashing sound effect as a snare and stuff like that, which which is pretty crazy. I would say one of the craziest flips is uh, an older Drake song where his producer sampled Donkey Kong 2 from like the Super Nintendo. And that sample is nice. absolutely crazy. I will say if you've listened to most of our um, Patreon shows or any of our 8-bit or uh, synth sounding songs from... Uh, beta club field trip my boy daniel and he he actually does play on uh the system you said they were making beats out of like n64 sounds that's what daniel does he uses like ah. game boys and nintendos and like all different and then actual synths and stuff but like he is he's insane so would definitely check out he does like synth covers on spotify and all this stuff but uh he he does that and i didn't know that was a thing when he showed me that like what you can make Sound, you can make songs like out of this stuff. Yeah, it's, you put me up on game right now. I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, but I, I, I've always been into uh, like, you know, producing radio and podcasts, but producing music kind of in the same realm and audio and stuff like that. I've just been a super big audio nerd. Uh, what other what other music stuff were you listening to this year? Because like as far as I mentioned, Kenny Omega's theme was my number one. What song? <laughs> uh, what it, when it comes to wrestling and music? What uh, I'm trying to think of like new themes that that came out this year because obviously Moxley this past year using Wild Thing definitely had me listening to that song a whole lot yeah. more. Um, I've been so, listening to Jane a lot. 
Jane, yes. Cassidy oh, man. But you know what? I kind of, I ran out where is my mind. Orange Cassidy's two for two for theme songs right now. Yeah. Um, he, he can't miss right now. So just keep it up, Cassidy. If you think about changing that Don't song. Don't change it. Orange, please keep it up. No, no, change it. But is that cheating? We're, we both just no, mentioned no, 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 like no. two real songs that they just used. Like, is there like... No, I mean Tony's paying for him, so hey, <laughs> we gotta be I mean, able to talk. ECW got over with that, right? Yeah, there's a reason. Fair like enough. Sandman yeah. to be Sandman. If we'd ever seen Enter the Sandman, at you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, you know, I'll give him credit though. Jamie Hader, <laughs> her theme okay. is banging that so much that we dance to it at the shows. Uh, that one's yeah. pretty good. We all uh, Joe Gacy. You got a shout to Joe Gacy. Oh, right? Joe, mean, Gacy. Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. Theme of the this year. Absolutely yeah. theme of the year. Hands For down. You, for you, Raiden. I think so. I think it has to be Joe Gacy's. You're right. You totally reminded me of that. It's so ridiculous, but also could not be a wrestling song. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, fuck, what else was there this year? I'm going to have to go. My number one theme this year is is a new Bray Wyatt one, the Code Orange song. I just love that song. Okay. The build up yeah. to it, the beat, everything, the lyrics, everything about that song is just perfect. I was finally able to hear like a, a clear version they put up on their uh, iTunes. Um, yeah, I love that song. Like, I don't care if it's there was no wrestler attached to it. I would just listen to it. I like. Um... Those those songs that like really gets the intensity of that character across, and of course I'm going to go with Alistair Black's uh, shouting theme song. Yeah, I was <laughs> I, I was just about to say that one. Like, that might be one of my favorite themes <laughs> in the last like ten years, just because like his entrance was, his WWE entrance was was good. It, yeah, was, it was it was good. It was, it was top tier, but I think his AEW entrance is a little bit better, and it doesn't look like that much higher production you know what i'm saying and it's just like him going from the from the uh ramp to the post to the ring it was like okay that's cool they didn't even have to spend that much money on that and that's cool as shit and then the yeah. music was great too so. it's hard like that that song i i, met, I can I, I like my different genres of music i've definitely dabbled in my heavy metal and children of bodum and all that crazy stuff but mm -hmm. the the band that that they have for this i'm blanking on their name but it, oh man uh, they're they're amazing and like the actual song is on there like Spotify and stuff and it's like an eight minute song where it's yeah, like it, it had leads up for so long and gets heavy and like I call it the screaming goats song because it reminds me of screaming goats but I mean that in like the most it's so hard so like when the dude when the house of black and they stand with that music I'm like yeah I, I love it I actually put that song on a bunch it's it I'm is not in a my fan Spotify. of the new theme though like the new house of black theme yeah I don't I'm like not a it fan as much. Of that one if they yeah. just came out to the original, it, I don't know. It was Brody, short and sweet. Yeah, you know? Brody King does his own music too, and his "God's Hate" that that theme is pretty fucking banging too. So I'm not sure which which if if that's just his solo theme. Yeah, each member one. has their own song, and then they have like the group song, the trio yeah, it's song. Weird. It's it's a lot of a lot too of many songs. songs so. Too many titles. Too many songs. Yeah, that, I don't know what what other like what other wrestling ones were there really uh, when it comes to like new ones. I think that's pretty much it when it comes to like big ones. I'm sure there's like new wrestlers like on dark that have themes, but like they're probably not, you know. <laughs> well, AW has a lot of themes that don't have like lyrics. And if they do have the lyrics, you barely hear them sometimes. Right. So like I like Jade's theme, even though it doesn't have lyrics, because I know that uh, Kingsfish playing the guitar on it and he's the greatest. So yeah, he's sick. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's sick. That theme is sick. What about uh, that, theme, that theme is great. Johnny Gargano's new Rebel Heart remix? Thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down. It's 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 you like it. I mean, it's 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 huh, it's tough. It is like, what it is. Yeah, I mean, you know? I understand why they had to change it, and it's why? like, I, why I do they have to change it? Because they don't earn what is it? Was it a uh, CFOs? Did buy the original it, one? You cowards! Just buy it. 
Like okay, so it's 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 basically like the same song. It's the same song, but like the beat is a little different. The guitars sound like they're MIDI cell phone guitars, and then it's like a different singer, a guy singer, and then some of the lyrics are changed, and then randomly there's like the lyric like "Bet on yourself, do the work, Rebel Heart." It's like all right, it's just a little like like when your favorite when your favorite band or artist like is sick and then like they blow up and like they they put out a re like a remixed edition of their their best songs and it's like that and you're like well that's not that's not what that song sounds like why does it sound like that why can't we just why can't we just listen to that one yeah. <laughs> like they got a new singer in the group and yeah like, i'm sure recording. i'm sure in like six months i'll be talking about how much i love it and it's going to be my number one spotify wrapped next year but uh as of right now first like impression i was like uh eh. All right, especially yeah, like, I, I had him it. come out to Rebel Heart a few times. So you already got yeah. my hopes up, and then yeah, took right. it away. You know, you know, a song always gets me up and dancing. Uh, Willow Nightingale, just her song, just oh, so yeah. happy, so oh, so yeah. good. That's that's oh, a good song. Yeah. I forgot to mention that is on my rap. FTR's theme is on my rap. So. Oh, FTR, oh, yeah. that's wow. actually on my rap. How did we it's miss that? <laughs> yeah, that one's crazy. You can this, put any any weird. person dancing, any yeah. video of anyone dancing to that theme, and it works. Yeah, and you know what? After hearing it live, I, I kind of want to go back and listen to it. But Kenta's theme that he has in New Japan hits kind of hard. It's like a, it's no lyrics, but it's just like straight drums. Okay, but it's a pretty hard hitting theme. I, I'm gonna have to go and uh, re-listen to that. New Japan yeah. is like slept on for the themes, though, man. Yeah. They got some bangers over there, and I think people need to recognize for real. Yeah, like, I do like Okada's some... theme is always obviously great. Okada's. Yeah, I mean it's always great. As soon as you hear that coin drop, just just stand up. You know. Yeah. I, I like Kenny things? Kenny's old uh, New Japan theme, but I do love his new AEW theme a, a whole lot more. So, so, so let's do some fantasy booking here. If you were in charge of producing Sasha Banks, Mercedes, Monet's New Japan theme, what would it sound like? Interesting. I mean, she got the Snoop connection, but I honestly don't want. <laughs> if it's anything like his last verse on her song, <laughs> I'm thinking more. It's got to be like, like some sort of like me. You already know. Me. Yeah, I, I feel like she like come out to some sort of like Sailor Moon theme sounding. You know what I mean? Like some sort of anime type of sound. Midnight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It would. It would have to be kind of similar to. I liked her her original theme. I didn't like the Snoop one as much. Snoop Snoop is like you know we followed Snoop for his career. Like dude was dude's just in his like end of career i'll do anything and make the most amount of money i've ever made in my life so it doesn't matter if it's good or bad kind of thing love it yeah you're and he, I'm, I'm over already like everyone knows it. who he is and it's Even like hey. he did the cody theme too right and it was terrible so <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean snoop just don't do the wrestling themes anymore unless someone writes the verse for you like because his verse on the the sasha banks one like the entrance at Mania was amazing. So having her come out with Snoop, don't get me wrong, it's fucking sick. But if you listen to that version, the rap on that is is so bad. It's like he did it that morning. He, he did it. He did it in Gorilla. He's like, oh shit, I'm supposed to have a verse here. Like he did it. That's worse than fucking Vanilla Ice on the Ninja Turtles too. They're like, yo, Vanilla, you got that song? Yeah, give me one minute. <laughs> Let me write this whole song. Oh my god! That's, yeah, that, it's, was, it's, that, that was Snoop on on Sasha. Un- uninspired, to say the least, on that. <laughs> and then and then they were like, "Yo, you want to do one for Cody?" And he was like, "Hold my joint, I got another verse for Cody's." And the exact same. He did it in his uh, dressing room for the big uh, show, whatever yeah, the hell that it was, was on. That was not <laughs> he did it right okay, in so there like, Cody. But like Sasha Banks has connections, so maybe Sasha gets like you know another artist to 
to help make a song or, yeah, or something I mean, along those lines. You said anime and no other female artist loves anime more than Meg The Stallion. So that would be insane. Hey, didn't they? Um, did they? Did okay. Meg The Stallion go to a go to a WWE show and she has a picture with someone? Was it? If I'm, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, was it Bianca? Uh, maybe. I think it was uh, Bianca. Bianca. Yeah, yeah, her, yeah, Bianca, yeah. They Bianca were hanging out. No, show. they were at an yeah. award show. Yeah. 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 Yep. That would so. be wild if uh, Meg The Stallion. Uh, I don't know if she's uh, making music right now. She's I don't think busy. she's up for it right now. Yeah, she's she's, she's been, busy. Uh, yeah, that's some wild stuff that's going on. Things there. happening. Toronto's yeah. Tory Lanes uh, may or may not have shot her in the foot. <laughs> what's your yeah. take? What's your take Allegiant. on that? Because I'm I'm not following it enough to understand. Because as soon as someone's like, "Oh, Tory Lanes shot Meg The Stallion," if you're not familiar with these people, two rap stars, and the story is. Well, he shot her in the foot, and then now it's like, no, he didn't. So it's like, well, wait yeah. a second. You would kind of know if someone shot someone in the foot or not. How is this? Wait, same? It, it happened. It happened again, or is this the same one? This, that this is the one? same thing. Okay. In court right sure. The, the now they're in court saying now. the uh, yeah. the witness gotcha. says they uh, they seen uh, a woman fire first. So it's it's a whole mess, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like people were sleeping with other people, and then people getting kicked she out was, of the party. It was her know. friend was in the car too, and they saying that now they're uh, saying a woman fired first. So messy yeah, stories, yeah. Gross. It's gross. Would still be crazy if if uh, they got like if Sasha could get a, a big star to kind of help do her theme music. That would be hey, pretty man, sweet. I know you're going through a court date, but can you make a theme for me for yeah. Wrestle Kingdom? Because um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, Daniel Garcia, he's got um, he's got like a rap song, but I don't know if it's uh, the dude from from Buffalo. I don't know if it's those guys like Griselda. But it's is he using that West Side Gun theme? Yeah, he was using one, wasn't he? I forget he which one he was using. One. I don't think he's still using that right um, now. Yeah. I thought it was West Side. So, so I just Googled uh, Sasha Banks's favorite type of music, and her favorite type of music is K-pop. So there you go. Who knows? Never Maybe mind. we'll get a <laughs> BSK. BS. B- not oh, no, BSK, sorry. B- BTS. BTS. <laughs> BTS. I mean the same thing. We'll do her thing. I mean, we can, I do. can do her theme song. Yeah, you want to spit on it? I'll produce. Me and Sino put together it's, a sample. Yes, yes, y'all. What, what you just did? I, I did the same. I did the same thing at my job because there's like a rumored uh, Lego uh, BTS set. So I was like, oh, do you have any word when that Lego BSK set's coming out? And they're like, the Lego what? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, BTS, the, the K-pop. Lego B- BSK. That would be Lego? sick. Lego BSK. Yeah, it's like Undertaker, Naked Midian, <laughs> Yokozuna, it's just, um, Wrestlers Court. Yeah, wrestlers <laughs> yeah uh that would i i like when uh rest like back in the day i'm thinking back like obviously when wrestlers and had songs that were in bands and like wwe would hire actual acts to do the songs and i do like that but then like the artist is kind of left out so it's easier to just pick an artist's song to to kind of use and i'm sure wrestlers always fantasize about using songs and stuff on the indies and everything i bet that's a big part of being a wrestler is like oh man what do i get to come out if i was a wrestler my ringtone would be my theme i would have it on in the car i would have it on anywhere i go my theme would be playing constantly as, as long as it was a good theme uh, i don't know why we're, we're, we're fantasy booking this sasha song when all that's gonna happen is when she comes out we're gonna get that notification on the bottom that the music has been uh, removed, copyright <laughs> strikes they're probably not gonna hear it anyway they're just gonna play uh cardi b wop and yeah, that used to hurt censor. my feelings every time I um, when I when I did have my New Japan subscription, uh, and I wanted to hear Elevated, and I couldn't hear it. Which one's that? Yeah, yeah, Royal Osprey's theme. Theme. Oh, the original one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear that, and they never played it. No, yeah, no. I like that one. That was his best one, I think. His yeah, new yeah, one's yeah. fine, but yeah, I can see what they're the trying one, to do. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like New Japan has like a very strict streaming music. Like if it's not their song, they can't play it. So that's why they always do that. Sucks, mm, yeah. but. 
Yeah. Well, I I uh, I always compare uh, wrestling to hip hop because that's kind of why I, like I love both these things so much because like I feel like there's big personalities, there's always big pers- personas, and uh, there's always drama as we mentioned. Right. There's always hundred percent. It's always the same thing to me. So that's kind of why we wanted to do this show going forward. Was there any other uh, things you wanted to talk about? Um, uh, so, you know you. I was actually looking like the cause I, like I try to listen to as much hip hop as I can on um, my like current stuff. So I was trying to see like what my favorite stuff from this year that I actually did listen to. And okay. the things that stood out to me were like um, Kendrick Lamar had the album uh, yeah. King's Disease 3 by Nas. Um, Conway had a pretty good album. But I think the one that I probably listened to the most was the um, the Cheat Codes album with uh, Black Thought. And uh, oh, yeah. Else. OK. I yeah, had, like yeah, the, the features, right? Different features on it yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's probably my go to. Yeah, I was more of a fan. I think I went Kendrick is my number one album from this year. Um it was good. Yeah, number one for me. Um West Side Guns album, um, Hitler's the Way Hermits 2, I think. Uh, that was that was one of my bangers. And also I kind of go underground and uh Earl Sweatsert dropped the album this this year and it was really, oh, nice. really good for me. So is yeah. he underground? That guy sells, I'm sure that guy sells a huge place. <laughs> no, I mean he's no, still no. like, you know, I would I would consider him underground, you know. Yeah. He's he's he hasn't really reached that many, you know. He 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 got his audience, and that's what they're going to be. So, yeah. yeah my uh, a, a f- just a few months ago, my girlfriend loves that latest uh, Tyler the Creator album that he put out, like with the, the kind of like like funky soul kind of. I don't know. It was good. It was like rap and mix, not his usual kind of stuff. He like had a whole gimmick about it. I'm blanking on. What oh, it was Igor, called. Igor. Album. Yeah. So we yeah, went to that great that, album. Yeah. Yeah, we went to that tour and uh so, like I I was enjoying a lot of those those songs and then I was like, "Oh yeah, like there was that whole crew back in the day with with those guys." But their music was a lot diff- different than I think the kind of oh, stuff. Oh, a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you grew up. <laughs> you know? I mean, the, so. the same the same with I mean, I know you're in Detroit, so you guys got your your whole thing, but I used to listen to uh Eminem, but what was his his crew with all those guys? D12? D12. Yeah. Yeah, those guys were ridiculous. Uh yeah. specifically <laughs> specifically um when we were just in Detroit, we walked by this like kind of sketchy looking bar and it had posters for uh Bazaar. He was mm, like was yeah. was had performed there and was performing there or something. I was like, "Whoa, I haven't heard of that guy." And that guy was the the strangest cat in that group. Oh, he's still around. <laughs> yeah, he's that's why. Like he's still performing a lot. Like if he, he have you ever like heard a... of um of Isham? Bisham? Yeah, of to course. Say, yes. My brother was really into him, and I used to be like, I don't know about this guy. But then as I got a little bit older, I listened to. Him. How would you? Is that horrorcore? I guess you would. We got call? a big horrorcore scene in Detroit. So it's horrorcore, like, like rapping about like horror yes. stuff. Okay. Like yeah like you know really obscure rap type stuff sure. but it's a big scene like underground wise like if you go to a random performance downtown it's probably going to be horrorcore it's probably going to be a hundred goth kids outside it's kind of like what ha- <laughs> you got you got a punk show or a horrorcore show it's either or and bizarre probably is going to be performing at it like most of the hash bass and the like weed festivals and stuff have a horrorcore act you know that and techno it's weird. We're the techno hub. I was, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you guys got like, I, I, I love going to live music. I can find myself going to like, you know, a live band, cover bands. I can go to big acts. I can go to hip hop shows. I love it all. But sometimes, once in a while, I like to go to like a nice rave or two. And like the scene down in Detroit looks absolutely mental. And like when you're comparing the the horror core that you said, it reminds me of like the bass scene in like the EDM world. Also has like yeah. side things right like there's like there's like 
real dance there's like techno there's house there's bass which is is kind of like these these weird kids who are always in black and look like they're on all sorts of drugs like just yep. banging off the wall it's it's a sight the to thing see is, those guys won't like categorize it as horrorcore but it's like dude you're basically rapping about stuff michael myers rap about so, so <laughs> yeah what are we even talking about here? i remember there was that phase i i produced for someone a long time this is like 10 years plus and i'm he he requested something scary and i made a beat that was like scary beat and he used it and now i'm remembering that his gimmick was like he was like he used like voodoo and like talked rapped about killing people and stuff and i'm like huh now i'm older i'm like huh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like three six mafia did that. That wasn't like yeah, yeah they were sampling like like yeah. horror stuff. Yeah, Tech Nine. You still got like the Flatbush Zombies, Grave Diggers. Yeah, I feel like that horrorcore has always been around. Even like Ghetto Boys. You know, I had the the, the Halloween video with with uh, Bushwick Bill as Chucky. So I feel yeah. like horror has always been hip hop. Uh, huge marks, by the way. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I was. They yeah. always rap about wrestling. One of my favorite they dressed songs. up as the New Day for Halloween. Oh really? Oh, I did yeah, not see yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, Trombone yeah. and everything. <laughs> that's that's yeah they 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 were doing wrestling rhymes like 10 years ago and now it's like everywhere like the fact that they had the rick flair drip is a song and like huge and popular still yep. in the clubs is like crazy so wrestling has definitely transcended you got like post malone doing all sorts of wrestling stuff i mean not to mention obviously bad bunny going in there and kind of oh, yeah. taking it over but like there's so i listen to, to stuff and I'll i'll like have to rewind it and be like, did that guy just say Kurt Angle? Oh, hold on a second. And then like pull it back. And then I'll be listening. It's it's the obscure one. Like Action Bronson has really obscure ones. And I that's how I knew you knew he was a real like mark because like he just wrestled <laughs> this year. But like he has that song with Wiz where he's talking about Marty Janetti. And I'm like, no one knows who Marty Janetti is. Like, why is this a song? And I fucking love it. I love that shit. We have yeah. to uh we have to bookmark for a future episode to do like a like a dream card, like a wrestling dream card, but that only involves like rappers, like living, like dead or alive, just rap, you know, obviously like Biggie versus Tupac, but an actual like WrestleMania <laughs> card, but with wrestlers. I mean rappers as wrestlers. All right, and then like, you who would and transition then you, the best. And then you create all of them as uh creator wrestlers in 2K, and then you Ooh. play the <laughs> then you play the or, or, you, or you just turn on Def Jam Vendetta, right? I mean yeah. pretty yeah. much, pretty much. You know, um, Two of my favorite songs this year from West Side Gun. Um, one's called Danhausen, and the other one's called Super Kick Party. I'm like, if you don't watch wrestling, you're like, what the f- what the fuck yeah. is a Danhausen? So yeah, it's like West Side Gun has a bar and a song, and yeah. it's like a song featured with like I think Tyler the Creator and like some other rappers on it. And in the in the in the verse, he's like, I'm about to change the game like Eric Bischoff. I'm like, no one's gonna understand that. I understand but it. It's for and people I it's like amazing. me and you yeah, who's yeah. gonna listen yeah. and be like, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> they get us, they get us. But like well, even yeah. even like the 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 Migos Drake, they've been doing like there was the like there's always Undertaker and tattoos versus people rapping about that and stuff like that. I love that in my sweet chain music gets thrown around a lot. Uh, you get a lot of reference to Jeff Hardy. It's a if you type yeah, in Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy to any <laughs> random search on YouTube, you're gonna find 17 rappers <laughs> using yeah, Jeff Hardy. Because I mean, that's what we grew up on. So yeah, yeah, Jeff is a real one. Yep, uh, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, this is what this show is gonna be. A lot of like wrestling, music, hip hop kind of stuff going forward. Oh, yeah. I, and that is a good idea for a future show, kind of making a, a mock up. Thing. Another future thing, I think if we got enough people involved, possibly a, a yearly cipher where we can do our own wrestling bars. I have the beats. Sino's got some beats. We could just find some other wrestling related 
podcasters, yeah, rappers, we got a couple and stuff. guys who are already ready. Yeah, to go exactly. There's, ready. We got we got some ideas cooking for the show. We would love any feedback out there for any of you people listening who would like what stuff to to hear you guys talk about and and so forth, and uh, possibly maybe talking more wrestling themes, wrestling, hip hop, all that stuff. Uh, B, before we go, since I have you on the spot, we've been we've been you know wrapping this year up. Uh, when it comes to like the wrestling side of it, what was what was uh, what was cooking this year for for you, or what wasn't hitting very not, very very much so? You know, it's it's tough to try to go back and remember all that stuff because I can't remember who was on Dynamite last week or Raw last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the matches that like stood out to me was uh, MJF and uh, Moxley. Which one? So the full gear. The, yeah, the very first one, full gear. That was probably one of my favorite matches of the year. And I'm, you know me, I'm not the biggest MJF guy. I hope he's listening. But uh, yeah, so that was that made me open my eyes. Like, oh, this guy can really, really go, and he can go toe to toe with one of the best. So yeah, that right there. Um, something that's not hidden for me. Um, too many rapper gimmicks in the wrestling. All right, I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> We need to cut this and leave it at the acclaimed, okay? Let those guys have it for right Wait, now. Wait, who else is doing the rapping gimmick right now? We got um, Hit Row still rapping. Um, oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Other rappers. The acclaimed should be the only people acclaiming this gimmick, all right? Just if you're, if you're, if you're a budding wrestler, you're an indie guy. Okay, but... Think- like the acclaimed the acclaimed thing is is weird because they got so over like they were doing the obscure lines and kind of pissing people off and then somehow managed to turn that around and got like the internet wrestling community kind of back behind them but as we always say like the internet community is not the same as people who go to the shows and and the crowds were just responding especially as the scissor me daddy ass thing like that was just like overnight success for them and I feel like lately their their raps aren't really like the important part of the the act right now. Like I feel like they just run through like what's going on in the in like the news and try to like make rhymes that rap when before they were a bit more creative of cutting the person they're about to wrestle like down. Like which was because they have which, the belts. Yeah, because yeah, they have the titles, right? And they're baby yeah. faces where you can't really just shit talk your like Cena when he was a heel doing the rap gimmick, he was like ruthless sometimes and and really entertaining. And I still love the acclaim, but they're not quite like at that like you haven't said anything that I can easily remember as like one of the best lines or bars because I mean like they're not that they're not like well ever since they they got in trouble I forgot what the line was, was yeah like, they got in trouble line, yeah. the joke's been yeah. oh Tony Khan's ghostwriting yeah, for yeah, them so yeah, everyone... ever since then I feel like it's gotten soft. <laughs> but sometimes then... though they they st- I, I kind of appreciate the topical bars sometimes. Because he kind of nailed him, he's he's good at those, but I I don't know I I didn't really mind them taking a step back because it was like okay you kind of did get a little cringy with those lines yeah, when they were yeah. kind of pushing it a little bit but yeah I kind of appreciate these bars now and I don't really mind them at all he's doing it the, they did it the right way you know they let the fans decide if they're a good rapper gimmick you know what I mean so right, yeah. I, I feel like that. once they eventually go back to being a heel and stuff like that they'll get a bit more like raunchy with the raps again because it does make yeah. sense for the heels to kind of they will be heels, chop down your people so. i'm not worried about those guys being I, the, the thing that the the thing i'm not uh jonesing with too much is um hit row actually since since they came back to smackdown like look i'm happy these people are are you know back in wwe and stuff but not having swerve like instantly makes 
I don't know, something not really click for me in this group. And I know like top dollars really trying with like the, the free, like the weekly SmackDown freestyle stuff and the online stuff. And I think that's really smart and like a good act, but something still, and I don't think it's just me. Cause like watching it, like, I don't think it's clicking for a, a lot of other people. Yeah. I don't think the videos come across too well. You like know, those, it, those freestyle ones, he's, he, they're not yeah, airing like on SmackDown, those- right? Yeah, They're so just you on gotta Twitter. Go, you got to go look for them. And they, I usually see them on Twitter. But yeah. some of those don't come... Even when Acclaim does the videos, some of those don't come across too well because maybe they don't play them in the arena at the same time. I don't know. But like they never really translate well with the audience. And they never like come back to, oh, we're back here and the audience is going crazy because of the video. And it's never like the case. <laughs> so yeah, like, I, I will say... They don't I, hit with me that hard at home either. So it's like... Eh. Because there is something like they're onto something about having making rap videos dissing your opponent. Like that is yeah. definitely a a smart act to do if your gimmick is rapping. There used to be a rapper. Uh, no, uh, sorry, there is still a wrestler. Um, I used to watch way before the pandemic. His name is Kevin Bennett, and he's from Buffalo, I think. But he was like pretty popular in the Toronto indie scene. And he looks like I don't know, like a little white kid, like Justin Bieber or something. But then, <laughs> uh, but great wrestler. I love this guy. Uh, but then his gimmick was like uh, promoting the, and this is just like indie shows, but promoting he'd use social media and like write produce and create his own rap videos like talking trash about his opponent and i always thought like this guy was so good at that and then like now i'm seeing both top dollar and hit row doing that and the acclaim doing that i'm like a lot like this guy was doing this years ago and it isn't really doing it uh now but i mean i always thought this guy stood out as like oh that's such a smart way to like get at your like dig and, and do socials right to promote yourself as a wrestler and stuff but yeah i do love my rapper wrestling gimmicks because <laughs> b i don't know you know Sino, we got to introduce b to the best rapper wrestler of all time from wow women of wrestling oh god <laughs> bk rhythm oh, a white a man. white a white girl ginger who wears a backwards cap and has usually like two lines to her opponent before she wrestles them and they're like the absolute worst it's she doesn't even she does an acapella so she's off rhythm number one and then she's not even rhyming and she's not making sense it's really bad like she, i don't, I, I don't know why amazing i'm looking at she just like, yeah bk rhythm from wow looks amazing she's got the backwards cap she's she's yep. with it she's with it. man i i love her like so much like ironically now but like genuinely the raps aren't like if if that's your gimmick, then like maybe you should be good at the rap part. But like, I don't know if it's ironically because they sell it like, no, no, no. she's like de- decimating her opponents by saying, I'm going to beat you here tonight because I'm BK Rhythm and that's all right. It's like, what? Like, you're either, you're either good or really bad. It doesn't yeah. work like if you're oh, like man. mediocre. It's so funny. Sino, I'm sure it works Sino, so bad. As soon as Sino started watching, wow, he, he messaged me like, yo, who the fuck is BK Rhythm? And I die because I love. So that's what me and him message each other. If she's ever on, we're like, yo, BK Rhythm's on tonight. Or whatever. Is, is, she, is she good in the ring? Is she worth watching? Not. She's, she's, she's all right. She's it's all right, funny because yeah. she, she's been on AEW Dark. I think her name was like Killa Kate. And she didn't really have like the same gimmick. She was just like a whatever she's wrestler. so bizarre. And now they're like, just, yeah. So you can dude, tell they like, just assigned her this gimmick. It's bad. Yeah. It's clearly like they just said, why don't you do this gimmick? And it's like, mm, there's pr- there's probably other people that could have done this I'm going to check out some of these bars when we get no, out No, you here. do That's not what want to do. <laughs> you do not Yeah, so after you finish listening to Shania Twain, ka-ching, that's 2022. <laughs> That's what I need to see more of in 2023. Uh, more wrestling rap 
gimmicks, but done well. And maybe the the issue to fix um, Hit Row is adding like a proper leader, like who the main wrestler to focus on. Uh, I'm not going to clown Top Dollar for that flop dollar that he did on SmackDown that everyone's roasting him for. But like it happens. It's wrestling. You can't just say the guy sucks because of one move. But like if they had a leader. He he was hurt, man. He was like he was retweeting old videos when he actually did hit it. Like you could tell. I know he took it. He took it bad. And like, hey, he's you know, it'll happen. But that was uh, rough. If he got like if they got like Leo Rush to be their leader, as I think he was supposed to be the original hit row leader like that would just make it all come together so much but something is definitely missing with that that group Bless was he though. wearing air force ones when he did that i don't know he didn't if he, he didn't was wearing air force high, ones yeah. i gotta give him a break i'm just gonna say that much respect to the usos and the young bucks and these guys who could actually wrestle in air force ones because it's hard enough walking around on those uh, shoes yeah, for I like four hours straight <laughs> So it hurts after these guys are actually working. I want to I want to meet the Usos so bad to ask those guys how do they do it because it's it's not an easy task. It's not not easy being Usi. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. What about what about you, Sino? For like uh, stuff that happened this year in in wrestling, what is what are some stuff you liked or didn't like? And don't say BK rhythm. (laughs) Um. uh, I mean, so much shit happened, right? Like this whole like. Like like Vince thing, I felt like it was a distraction. Like there was a lot of the thing. Okay, here's my negative: is there was a lot of distractions that made us forget about the good stuff. Like nobody talks about the matches on All Out because of the CM Punk shit. So that yeah, that drama, the Vince McMahon drama, like all all this drama that just like takes away what I, what what made me fall in love with wrestling is actual wrestling and storylines. Nobody talks about that anymore. It's more like behind the scenes and yeah it's partly our fault because we're involved in this we're on social media and all that but if if i was just like separated from all this and just watch the wrestling maybe i enjoy it more but i feel like just all this outside external drama that kind of just like gives wrestling a bad rap overall and that kind of sucks yeah you start remembering the year in um headlines and that's not good either so yeah it's 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 a shame because it's like vince mcmahon overshadowing some good stuff, which, you know, before Vince leaving WrestleMania, I thought was fantastic this year. This is probably one of the better WrestleMania, both, both nights. Like I really enjoyed and I, I enjoyed like, this is one of the better WrestleManias just maybe of all time. Both shows were really good. And that was before the Vince thing, but then the Vince, Vince was part of that show and we all knew something was up. We could smell something was fishy with him being there, like kind of his last hurrah. And then now it's like, yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. And that definitely overshadows the whole year there. I'd say uh, a plus from WrestleMania, definitely Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE. 2023 is going to be crazy with with him coming back and, and him eventually becoming WWE champion and him being the guy in WWE. That will eventually happen. Uh, Roman Reigns, the bloodline stuff has been fantastic. I'm not a huge Roman Reigns when it comes to the wrestling but the guy is so good at like acting and the the facial reactions and the talking and the selling like his storyline he's there he's he sells me on the the guy because you just look at him but when it comes to his matches i can't say i'm usually too excited about them and i always want to like give him the benefit of the doubt and then it usually still kind of lets me down but again the story uh, storytelling he can do is is definitely second to none and definitely a reason why he's finally shining through but that that's definitely a highlight of the bloodline stuff with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's having a crazy year. We mentioned the Johnny Knoxville stuff. That was nuts. Uh, but I, I agree with you, Sino. Like the the whole CM Punk stuff just instantly makes people care about like how shit things are being run and stuff. When like, yeah, well, we're watching the shows and they're 
they're still awesome. So it's 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 almost really unfortunate that the CM Punk thing happened because it's just like, man, they were doing good. And like, why did this kind of have to happen? It's almost like, what, did we even need CM Punk back to begin with? Like, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those guys who just was hoping AEW just came out and put on just six weeks of bangers after that. Like, didn't say do much, not many promos, and just put on match after match. It just remind people. I think like, they did. Though. We're the they, wrestling show. Yeah, like, they okay? have done that. Though. We're not like, the drama show. I I know? feel like that's what they did though. Like I feel like ever since this is happening, yeah, yeah, everyone wants yeah. to talk about punk and all this stuff. But when it comes to some of the wrestling, like it's been fantastic. This year of TV wrestling, especially on Dynamite, has been crazy. I mean, shout out wrestlers of the year, but like Dax has to be mentioned because he was putting on TV magic. And the same goes with the living legend and the all-time goat, Chris Jericho, having a having a fantastic year. And you can't even deny it. He had a great year. Oh, God, oh, geez. Well, you love yeah. Jericho, don't you? I love Jericho. <laughs> I love Jericho. Uh, when I was younger, me and my brother used to wrestle. And my finishing move was the walls of Brian Co. Because I was such a Chris Jericho mark. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just laughing at Brian Co. I, I know, Cole. right? I just laughed at the that. walls of B, the walls of Brian. I was like, no, hey, Brian man, <laughs> it was uh, you know, I was just yeah. huge Jericho market when I made my own um, Brian is Nitro shirt. It was a bunch, you know. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My brother can definitely testify to that. I was the <laughs> walls of Brian Co. And then I got know, older and I, I we, we need a Y2B Detroit shirt now. <laughs> Y2B Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I Jericho's was, uh, my yeah. I had every Jericho WWF shirt at one point. And when I when I was like 25 moving out, finally, my mom was like, Hey, I'll keep some some storage. And she still has some storage, but every year she'll be like, come over and take some or like donate stuff. And I had boxes of these wrestling shirts, and I regret now donating some of them because now I see them in stores for 300, $400. And I'm like, wow, I had that Jericho aholic shirt or that Y2J, whatever shirt. I'm like, fuck. Like I had, I was obsessed with Chris Jericho uh, growing up. So I definitely, I I know he's not everyone's uh, cup of tea as of late, but again, like when it comes to watching him on TV, he still entertains me. And uh, he's, he he had a hell of a year. He had a great year. (laughs) Throughout the years, he let me down a little bit, but you know, I I I concur. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Can't deny my fandom of Chris Jericho. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was a wild year of wrestling, and I know next year will be uh, even crazier. Uh, We'll do another one of these shows. Well, you guys uh, probably without me, I think we'll do one of these shows. But um, what are what are some like things that you kind of expect to see or maybe you want to see in 2023 uh, as of maybe like dream matchups? Uh, I know WrestleMania is kind of in a few months. We got the Rumble coming up. OK, this is, this is what I've been thinking of, though. We got a lot of like rapper interaction with wrestling these days, right? Rick Ross. What rapper is going to really sit down and go on a run? I mean, not like getting a ring, right? I want to see one of these guys form a stable. I want to see like Westside Gun bring Griselda wrestling fam or something into AEW or something like that. I think it'd be really, really dope. Like somebody to really take one. I mean, Rick Ross is, is doing a lot of stuff with AEW Swerve. right now. 
I wouldn't have no problem with a Maybach music or Maybach wrestling group. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's out every week for like a couple months until like a major pay-per-view. That'd be so dope. I'm not even a big Rick Ross fan, but that'd be so dope. I think that's no, I, I agree. I mean, the same thing. They, they tried it with WCW, right? The No Limit Soldiers, but the problem is yeah. the wrestlers sucked. So imagine <laughs> they had an actual Griselda like represented by like Swerve. Exactly. You know? Like that'd, yeah, that'd be sick. I mean, that new shirt that Swerve has does look it's what was the shirt that they put out for AEW, the mogul thing? I have a feeling we are getting, yeah. yeah, I have a feeling we're getting our own Maybach uh, wrestling, maybe possibly, but yeah, that's not, Let's I mean, look, it. yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, they had Action Bronson wrestle, so like your bingo card for 2023 is like another hip, another rapper in or some way, some shape or form will probably step into the ring. I, I think Bad Bunny is going to wrestle at WrestleMania, I could possibly see Bad Bunny versus Dominic. Uh, in some or some sort of tag with Ray and Bad Bunny or something like that. Um, there's talks of, I think there was talks of a WWE Puerto Rico show with Bad Bunny and um, uh, what is it Dominic and who's the Justice? Who, what's their th- thing called? What's the group called? Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. Judgment Judge, Day. Justice Day. Justice Day. <laughs> <laughs> too much justice in wrestling. Yeah. So there's talks of punishment. Fuck. I don't remember his WWE names. I get too confused. Damian Priest. <laughs> Damian Priest. Damian Priest. That's right. But as it comes to like other rappers, I don't know who else. Like they're really trying this bow wow stuff, and it's the, like oh the man. real wrestling fan rappers I know: Wale, uh, of course, Action Bronson, Westside Gun, yeah. uh, Flatbush Zombies, a couple more guys out there that really get into wrestling. So it's like I think Westside Gun to be up to like build a stable around Dan Garcia. You know that'd what I mean? Be, that'd be wild. Yeah, the Grizzly and the Butcher and the Blade. <laughs> and from, hey, kids from Buffalo, man. You know, just take them on and hey, yeah. never know what happens. So I, I'm gonna make the the prediction the the rapper that we're gonna get uh for this WrestleMania, or maybe sometime next year, is gonna be one Cardi B. Yeah, they, they fumbled that somehow, right? They had her scheduled and then she, she wanted did. to do it. She was tweeting it out and everything. She was I like, think she got pregnant. With, Oh yeah, what? Well, yeah, she, yeah, she she got I pregnant. Cardi with, coming in and slapping somebody. Yeah. Remember though, there was talks that there was two different times there was talks of Cardi coming into WWE, and the first time Lacey Evans trash talked her on Twitter, like in character, and Cardi thought she was being serious, so it was like, "Yo, I was trying to, I'm working with you people. Why are you being like a bitch?" And like didn't understand that Lacey was working her. Uh, with Lacey, just Lacey Evans working us all these days, really, isn't she? She's work. She's really working herself uh, a, a bit too much. Um, but Lacey's then Lacey's debut, and you just hear like the WAP instrumental play. <laughs> yeah, if Cardi. It, so then they were. Then she they hit was, her with the wet ass power bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the WAP. She would have to come out to that song. Like obviously, probably the instrumental because you know just the instrumental. It's, it's yeah. hard enough. We could but catch. Cardi, Cardi was supposed to do something with SummerSlam, but then I do think that's when she uh, uh, basically said, "Sorry, I can't because I'm pregnant now." So she yeah. was not associated. But I do think we'll eventually see her uh, in WWE. I think she's like dealing with court stuff as well. So no, rapper, they rappers used her, in court. Her song for the SummerSlam theme, right? The uh, up. Right. if it's up, then it's yeah, up. yeah, yeah, it's up, then it's up. Yeah, she probably uh, was going to do something with those guys, but I would, I would love to see Cardi come in and slap a couple folks, man. Why not? All right, there you go. Cino's predicting Cardi B shows up in in 2023 of color. wrestling. Yeah, sounds <laughs> in good. the Royal Rumble. Imagine she comes out for the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> she should win the Rumble, please. That's right. Win, win the Rumble. 
well, I guess uh, we can we can put a, a button on it there and uh, cheers to the new year and uh, some new shows going forward. So I'm excited to see what uh, what you guys do with this and be all the fun stuff that we can do with this show. And I'm always there to help and offer and to chime in and uh, always open to uh, reaching out to other wrestling hip hop podcasters and people to come on and maybe get some interviews and all sorts of fun stuff. So looking forward to that and Sino, same with you feel free. You guys can link up and do shows. And of course, shot in the dark on poison Rana every Thursday where you cover all the wrestling. Uh, let's get, let's get the plugs in Sino. Let the people know. I I feel like next, are you doing a shot in the dark next week? I have to, it's like, so, no, no, you know, one way or another, I'll get it out. But the problem is a lot of these shows are like, best ofs anyway so i probably won't have that much to watch so i was gonna say i feel like next week you got to do a a recount of all like the best of dark elevation like give your thoughts on the year Oof. of what it was i can do that i can pick like yeah. my favorite match from each promotion yeah yeah that's a good i idea. feel like that would be something pretty nice uh so listen to shot in the dark where can people find you Cena? um on the poison round of feed shot in the dark every wednesday uh for my 15 minutes or less talking about aw dark MLW, NWA, all these shows that you don't want to watch. I'll watch them for you. I'll let you know if anything important happens. Um, my reports are weekly on postwrestling.com. Uh, talking about AEW Dynamite. If you want some cohesive thoughts on the show, um, make sure you read those. And uh, whenever Heels comes back, we haven't really discussed this. If we're just going to like keep doing turning Heels, or we can just kind of transition and just talk about it on here. I know we can do that. Um, I know the Wu-Tang show is coming back in February, which we most likely will want to talk about Definitely as well. We'll so cover. this That's platform, right, yeah. I think we'll have a lot of different uh, talking subjects. So uh, I'm really looking forward to 2023, the year of the frog. I know it's supposed to be the year of the uh, the pig in the Chinese, yeah. uh, Chinese yeah. New Year's, but we're going to call this the year of the frog. Excellent. I'm for it. I'm all for it. And B, where can people find you going forward? Final thoughts? You can uh, find me on Facebook at the Brian Tannehill. You could probably see me in the uh, Poison Runner group. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram at CoolGameBigB, and that's the same as my Twitter. Um, you can find all my other links in there, too. I run another podcast called Detroit Players Podcast. You can check that out. Give me a follow there, even if you don't listen. Uh, other things. I want to let everybody know that this is not going to, like I said, not going to be centric. Everything is hip hop. No, we're going to talk about everything. You want to talk about your favorite wrestling uh, video game soundtracks. You want to talk about your favorite <laughs> song that you want to want to be your theme. What, 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 if you were going to be a wrestler, what is going to be your theme? Leave it in the comments or whatever, man. Tell us everything you want to talk about. And we'll, kind of talk about it on the show what yeah i think uh going forward i think uh we'll put up in the in the facebook group like kind of a, a feedback thread maybe a, a, the week of when you record so okay. that you can have some questions or things for conversation stars same as the detox which is great i love the the community i love all the listeners who are following us over onto this poison rana journey so thank you everyone for listening and supporting and following and b can't wait to see what you go you guys do here can't wait for all the fun content in the near future so uh i guess that was what up though it was we found out what was up though that's it that's all take care goodbye be safe and follow at poison ronapod on twitter instagram and tiktok hell yeah take care merry christmas <laughs>